0: Welcome to Mike's Camera Action. Uh, this is the final week of our Oscars 2019 coverage, and we're finishing off with
1: Alfonso Cuarón's *Roma*. Some might, some say this is the favorite, but the favorite was last week. Um,
0: <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one?
1: Actually, not long at all. I just said just it. Came up came with it right, now. right here, right now. That
0: was really good. That was fucking clever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Carl, and I'm joined by Alex. And yeah, we're <laughs> God damn it, I can't get over that. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> okay. about Roma
1: this week. It's by Alfonso Cuaron. Um, yeah.
0: And Alfonso Cuaron I really like as a director. Yeah. Like, um, I've
1: seen maybe before this three of his movies. I'm super into Harry like Potter five. 3.
0: Yeah. Harry Potter 3 is probably the, my seen, favorite of the ones I've seen. I've
1: seen out of his five, we're, uh, his five we're talking about is uh, Watching Mama, Timbian. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter and the <laughs> Prisoner of Band. Yep. Uh, Gra- Children of Men, Gravity, and Roma. Yeah. I've seen four of them. I haven't yep. seen Gravity Okay, because I've... Gravity's se- the only one I didn't get to see.
0: Because I haven't... Because I have seen all of them except... Uh, which one was it was? White Mama Timbien. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen um, that. One. I've seen
1: the rest. White yep. Mama Timbien is Spanish, and it is also really good. Well, yeah. it's Mexican. Yeah,
0: I imagine it's much closer to Roma than any of your other films.
1: Yeah, it's it's very similar to Roma in the period that it takes place. It takes yep. place... Except, like, part of it's split between the past and the present. Okay. Also, it's all in colour. Yeah. Um, I was
0: I was honestly watching this waiting for some moment when it would, like, switch from black and white to color.
1: Or or you waiting for, like, a Schindler's List style, like, something of being of color?
0: Yeah, I was kind of expecting it. I was waiting for, like, you know, the Sin City, like, something in color. Or I was expecting
1: some moment when it would change into color or something, but can, it never came up. Can I talk about the black and white in this? Yeah. So I can't watch Sin City because yep. of the black and white in it. Really? It's high contrast and it's disgusting. Yeah. I hate it. Okay, but a, but it, that but that's all part of Sin City's flair. Is yeah. It's
0: supposed to be like it's supposed to look like a comic book
1: panel. It hurts me to look at. Right. Okay. Um I love the black and white in The Schindler's List because yep. it's all it's well done. It's got that softer vibe like not as high contrast. Yeah. Um and Roma does the same. Okay. It's beautifully black and white. Yeah. Um do,
0: do you think the black and white lends anything extra to it that it like, did it lose anything from not like? Or I don't think it lost anything from being in black and white. No. But did it gain anything from being in black and white? Do you think?
1: Um, I think it helped gain that sense of um, this taking place in the seventies. Yeah. Like, again, the sense of the period of time in which this film took place. Yeah, it looks like the footage that you would that you would see come out yeah. in the
0: seventies. It looks like a movie that came out in the seventies. Yeah, and
1: it and it has like a new wave feel yeah. to it. Like I remember. When they go to the beach in the final bit, I was reminded of um, Truffaut's 400 Blows, where mm-hmm. at the very end, old mate just looks at the ocean, then it's cut reverse shot of just him at the ocean, and that's the end of the film. Okay. Yeah, because his whole thing is that he wants to go see the ocean. Yeah. And he sees it, and he's like, and that's what the, next? And that's the end. Yeah, it's okay. like, what's next? Apparently, the, the um, Antoine Daniel appears in other f- later films, but I've not seen them. Okay. I've only seen that one. Cinematic Universe. <gasps> not Cinematic Universe. Sequels, <laughs> mate. Okay. But, yeah, so I was definitely given, like, this new sort of new wave vibe, especially mm. considering, like, the story in this. Yeah, it's It's not, very slice of life.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not the kind of movie where... It's not like Children of Men where you've got a goal, a destination, a hero's journey. Some Like, it's not that kind of movie. Yeah, you
1: know, Harry Potter's not fighting Dementors. Yeah. It, that, uh, so. Well, ki- can you comment, sorry, um sure. the one of the things that got me was that in Waittemamaamaambian, it's sort of similar in the fact that it's very slow. Mm. takes place in a lot of rural areas, yep, and you join them at different bits of their journey, like through the Mexico because they're on a road trip. yeah. is how does gravity pace itself? slow sl-
0: okay it starts off gravity starts off really intense yeah like within 10 like within 10 minutes of the movie starting a like space shuttle is being ripped apart by a giant like shrapnel swarm okay. basically um after that you've got like mo it's it's basically like long quiet stretches yeah and then action 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 long quiet stretch action 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 like basically you've got the there's like this timing there's this this timing problem in the movie where they've got to move about while this giant swarm of, like, shrapnel metal is, like, orbiting the Earth. Yeah. So it's going to basically do a loop, hit them again, do another loop, hit them again, and this thing hits them, like, three or four times throughout the movie. Yeah. So you've basically got, like, in that part where it's passing over the Earth, it's a big, quiet stretch. And then when it comes back, that's the moment of action. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's... So it's very intense for like five minutes at a time. Yeah, and then quiet for a bit. longer.
1: Yeah, I've noticed um, with Alfonso Cuarón, he he does have this deliberate slow pace mm. to his films.
0: Yeah, and also, but at the same time, he's got those very he's got very slow pacing, but then heavy moments of action like Gravity,
1: like Children of Men, like even Roma. I I would argue that Roma's like heavy periods of action don't take place on the screen. It's not really, like,
0: action so much
1: It's like, shocking moments. Yeah, but I'd argue that a lot oh, of them like sort intense. of, a lot of happen, okay. you hear them. Mm. Like, the only one that really comes to mind is when, um, what's his name? Oh, um, a- uh, Asshole, the worst human
0: being on the planet. Yeah, like his, I, his name. Uh, I do have his name in my notes. It is... Fermin.
1: Yeah, Fermin. Fermin comes and he's pointing the gun at her. Yeah. That's the only thing. That, that's that, the most intense point of the movie,
0: I think. Like yeah. intense. You know?
1: Yeah, that's the most intense mo po- moment. Yeah, the, the other. Yeah, there were other like main intense moment like emotionally that happens on the screen mm. is when the baby is dead.
0: Also, I'd say uh, at the beach.
1: Oh, at the yeah, yeah, at the beach as well. But they yeah. all take place in the second half of the film. Yeah, like yeah. in the first half of the. F- Um, it's sort of
0: the first half is very the first half is very slow burn very slow get up to the major action of the movie
1: Um, and the other thing that gets to that I like about this film Mm. is so there's a lot of long shots and it it helps keep it sort of makes it some of some of the moments less dramatic if you know what I mean like when they're rushing through the hospital Mm. trying to get her to the surgery they're at this like really far away. the camera's like really far away down the corridor and you Mm. see them go through like all three sets of doors yeah pretty much. And it's like if I was if I was filming it and wanting to make this sort of action-y type cut, mm. it'd be a lot closer, a lot more faces, but no, curon has gone for this really sort of watching them open the door. Yeah. sort of vibe.
0: I think one of Alfonso Curon's best talents in uh, filmmaking is that long take. Is that long take of like Oh yeah. and not just a long take, but with camera movement to the point where you don't notice. It's one yeah. long take until it cuts and it- you go Oh, that
1: was a six-minute sequence that just yeah. didn't cut. It's like when she when she's like looking for, um, uh, Paco and is it Paco in the water? I think so. And Sophie. Yeah, yep. Paco and Sophie, they're in the water, mm. and he's trying to find them. And uh, Cleo's like, "I need to go get them. Yeah, like come back, otherwise, you know, I can't swim." Yeah. And so she ends up going out and it's just one shot as she's walking and it tracks her so well. Yeah. Uh, it's a shot at the water's edge when she says, hey, don't run out. And then she goes back
0: like up the beach to the, uh, to the back of the beach and like sits this kid down a seat, then comes all the way back and then goes yeah. out over the water and it holds out there for a really long time and keeps going out. And then it comes all the way back
1: into yeah. the, uh, And you see her like, you see a struggle against the waves. You mm. see like Sophie bob her head up and down, yeah. like, cause she's drowning. Yeah. Mm. Those kids need to learn how to identify rips, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was the thing. Is it? It's a lot of these long, slow shots that I think add drama to the mm. film. But it certainly felt long.
0: Yeah, you definitely feel it. Like this, I think runtime was two hours and fifteen minutes, and you feel every moment of it. It's a, it is a long movie.
1: Of it's closer to two ten because like the last yeah. five minutes use the credits.
0: Yeah, that's true. You notice know, so the credits never cut. There yeah, was just no- one
1: long big take I noticed that Yeah, I was like is there anything in this so I started like skipping it a little <laughs> I felt bad because I'm like you know missing out on people's names mm. and I hate doing it um, but at the same time I just needed to know if there was actually anything afterwards yeah I, I
0: tend to with these movies like I'll just leave the credits running and then start taking notes like I'll get out my phone and just start taking yeah. notes oh that's not a bad yep. idea but I was that's watching okay. it on my phone
1: yeah it's also, that's fair which I don't think I've lost anything like so I'm, really? I'm a big fan of the cinema yeah like I think we've ha- we've had this discussion maybe not on air where I like watching things with an audience. Yeah. But I don't think Roma lost anything by me watching it alone. Okay. You th- you think you think that's the case? Yeah, I think I think it's definitely one of those films where it's intensely personal. Yeah. So I felt like watching it alone by myself added to like the nature of the film,
0: yeah. You did. You didn't feel. You don't feel like you need a an audience to experience like the heartache with you or the yeah. pain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was like it was just this moment of like personal, you mm. know, interaction that I really enjoyed. I want, speaking of like
0: you know personal experience here, I want to talk about. Uh, there's one moment in there that I thought was brilliant, where I think his name was Zovak, the kung fu master in the village. Like oh, the guy who was on TV, and he he, yeah, he the has the Professor are back. Yeah, and he has that moment where he's like, w- now watch this. And he blindfolds himself and says, "This is a move so few people in the world can do, but I'm going to pull off perfectly for you here." And he like blindfolds and gets into this like pose on one leg. Yeah, and he, he says he holds
1: his hands up in the air like. Yeah. And then poses on one leg. And they're all like laughing at it. Yeah, cause... and people are
0: like, you're stupid. Like everyone thinks, oh, this is... he thinks this is impossible. His
1: eyes are closed. You, do you know how hard it is to retain yeah. a sense of balance with your eyes closed? And, and that's what he says. He just says, all right, now everyone close your eyes and try and do the same. And everyone's sitting there with their eyes closed, like falling over on one foot. Cleo pulls it off. Yeah, if this was an anime, Cleo would be the chosen one and would, would totally yeah. be like about to fight some bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she totally pulls off the move, no issue while pregnant.
0: Yeah, and no one sees it. Yeah, because everyone's no one, got their eyes closed. Exactly, everyone else is too bag. busy trying it, and she's just she's and she's also got all, uh, her eyes closed, so she doesn't see everyone else having such trouble with it. Yeah, so she's the one person in this entire group who pulls it off, and no one will ever know.
1: Yeah. Um, look, there were a few things. There were a few things in this film that actually didn't surprise me. Yeah. One, uh, Furman being a dish bag. Yep. Uh, two, oh, you
0: mean a guy coming out of like. You know, ripping off his uh, like shower curtain pole and then doing karate and like in, yeah. the, in the bedroom naked isn't the sign that guy's a douche.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't not... a surprise that he's a douchebag. Um, two, wasn't surprised he was in a militia. Yep. Three, uh, I wasn't also, su- I was also not surprised that the baby died. Okay. I felt like that was. Speaking of the guy being in a militia, uh, back to like the.
0: Cu- like that's, yeah, that same sequence. Uh, the riot was actually so it was an actual event that happened in Mexico City in 1970 yeah. um, or 71. Um, and these like the students were attacked by the poorer class of, of yeah. Mexico that were trained by the military yeah. to oppress the students. Yeah. And there may have been. US intervention involved in that. Which is actually
1: kind of hinted because one of those trainers is wearing a West Point sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also, they also mentioned that he's an American that's been there a while. Yeah. And there's also a Korean guy who's new. Yep. Which is really
0: fucked up, man.
1: Yeah. It's really fucked up. It also explains why they're doing, why his martial art is done super secretly. Mm. When, like, when he finds out that he knew where it was, he loses it.
0: Yeah. And also she asked, like, is this for the Olympics or something? And he just says something
1: like that. Yeah.
0: That's such a horrible, that's such like an ominous and horrible line. Yeah, that's, line that's, that's why I was like,
1: I was like, they're basically training an army. Yeah. I was like, West Point? And that's why I wasn't surprised he was in a militia. Mm. Um, also, they make a reference to like, you know, you could join the guerrillas. Yeah. Because she's good at shooting. Mm. But yeah, so there's that. But, yeah, the, it was just, like, a few things like that. It didn't take, a, like, especially with the baby dying, it didn't take away from the moment. No. But I wasn't surprised. Okay. Especially considering, like, she she gave birth, she was went into labor, like, two hours ago. Yeah. And only just made it to the hospital. True. Um, also, I think Alfonso I'm starting to think Alfonso Cuaron has a
0: thing for, like, women going into labor at a really inconvenient time. Oh yeah, but like her almost... water breaks when a gun's pointed at her in a furniture it's, it's store. A stress, during... It's a stress thing. I like... know, but like that happens, like in the worst point, like when students are being massacred outside. Her, like the the father is pointing a gun at her in a furniture store that they're bu- when they're buying a crib for the baby. Yeah, and it's just the worst opportunity. And then you look at Children of Men, where she goes into labor on a prison bus.
1: Yeah, like being escorted across the English countryside. Yep. What a bizarre film! Yeah, you got Clive Owen holding the baby, and everyone just stops. That's one of my favorite sequences in Children of oh, Men. Oh, it's like, They just stop, like mm. the fighting stops, just like oh fuck, there's a
0: baby. Yeah, well, chances are almost no one in that sequence had seen a baby,
1: and possibly ever. Yeah, because the youngest kid was like twelve. Yeah, It's like the fuck, this is a baby. Hang on, dude, that's a baby. Like even the tank stopped firing in that
0: sequence. Like, that's, that's a really fucking insane. infant. Yeah. Holy shit. And like a kid. I
1: I will admit one of my um I did like when they leave the department store. Yeah. And she's got the um and there's the student who shot outside yep. and and his girlfriend or something. She's like, "Come on, let's go. Let's go." Yeah. Let's go. It's like, "Someone please help." Yeah.
0: "Someone? Anyone?"
1: Yeah, it's just like and it, that lingers Some... on her like trying to like get yeah. her boyfriend up and moving or like her friend or whatever. Just get him to go with her, but yeah, he's dead.
0: I, I gotta be honest, this... Of, of all the sh- uh, movies we've done on this show, this is probably, like, the second or third that's made me tear up. Oh, and, what and was the it, second one? I don't remember. I know it was... I I can't remember for the life of me, but I know Your Name was one of them. Yeah, Your Name definitely made me um, tear up. This was definitely one of them. I can't remember if there was another one, but this is at least the second. Yeah. Um, And it was definitely in the sequence when, uh, when she... Like, when... She's have when she has the baby, yeah, and they just deliver the line like, and the like. It, for me, it was just when the doctor says like, "Your baby was
1: born dead. Do you want to say goodbye?" Yeah, and I was just like,
0: oh, "I can't."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. and and she holds the baby but doesn't want to let it go, but it's yeah. dead. And it's just, but same time it's just so horrible. Like the yeah. the clinical approach of the doctors and how they're just
0: like, "Here you go. Would you like to say goodbye?" All right, we need to take the baby now. To and it's f- just. Like the hospital is so crowded, and you know that there are so many people in there who are getting no treatment. Like she's only there because she knows
1: the right people. Yeah, she, she's lucky. She, she only knows because they're like the people that she um works for are like doctors. Yeah, like, know the doctors. Yeah. So also she, my so favorite bit just... was like oh i've gotten a point with this person and that doctor was always rocking up just at that moment yeah it happens twice so right? it's like oh, i've gotten a point with dr velez mm. and she it's like oh she's she's just here she's right here by the it's way like, uh who's your doctor uh, dr velez oh uh,
0: she's right here it's like well what convenient timing with the doctor
1: yeah but apparently sophie called her like a head sort of thing like yeah but like still it was like all right <laughs> Coming right down the hallway. Hello. But the other thing that got me, though, was when the um when the grandmother was trying to give her details to oh the God, nurse. yeah. And she doesn't know, and she's, like, she, wrecked, because she's like, how do
0: I not know this? Yeah, she literally, they're just like, uh, okay, what's her name? And she's like, first name, last name. And then they're like, okay, but what about her middle name? I don't know. Okay, how old is she? I don't know. Do you know her birth date? Nope.
1: Yeah, and, like, you can see her, and she's, like, tearing up and getting absolutely destroyed by it. Yeah. Because she just was like, how do I not know this? She's part of my family now. Yeah, she's basically a member of the family, has been for years, like, is is the cleaner and babysitter. Yeah, like... like, I." I, I think leaning know, towards actually... babysitter as well more than cleaner. Like yeah. she's the one that they take to the family gatherings. Yeah,
0: of of the two housekeepers they have, she's the babysitter. Cleo is the one that. Yeah, yeah and Cleo's Adela the is children. more like cleaning, and she's the cook. She she does more of the cooking and cleaning. Yeah. Spe- speaking of cooking and cleaning, the dog poo sequence that was really disgusting. Just the audio on that one, where it's like, it's gross. Honestly, they could have done a better job of cleaning up that dog crap.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, like they they really let that stuff get over, get over the top. My favorite thing is how poorly the um wife treats the car. She just doesn't give up. Oh,
0: dude, one of my favorite like like bits of contrast in the movie were at the start when you've got the father crawl like slowly crawling into the um, garage. Yeah, and he's just like he takes it so slow. There's a moment where he slightly knocks the rearview mirror, and has to back all the way out and come back in. He almost dings the thing, so he has to pull back and like he perfectly gets it straight and then Sophia comes uh, yeah Sophia comes in like way later down the movie and just fucking guns it into the into the. yeah like, but she's also doors. pissed yeah I know but like it, it's like such drunk. a remember I was like
1: oh shit um, but it's also like it's when there were the two curve. trucks and she just drives between them yeah she's not a very good driver no she doesn't care with that car yeah like it's it's the memory of her husband who has left her for his mistress mm. Mistress. the men are real cowards and awful people in this movie
0: they yeah. really are
1: like that drunk guy who just sings during the scene see <laughs> When I mentioned earlier that like a lot of the action takes place off the screen, part of me remembered they're in this like cabin, like, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't say cabin. It's like a, um, it's a, it's a mansion.
0: A, yeah, it's a huge estate.
1: It's like an estate in the, in like the Mexican wilderness mm. almost. I definitely remember there being, it's the wealthy class right there. Yeah. And I definitely remember there being a lot of upset between the people that live there and the local people. Cause, mm. cause people taking land. Yeah. And there's the fire. And this is after, like, New Year's Eve, so, like, you know. Mm. And they they mention, like, the locals potentially poisoning one of the dogs. Yeah. They mention someone getting ki- – one of the locals getting killed because of because of the land grab sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, and then there's – uh yeah, there's one of the locals getting killed. And then afterwards, there's this fire. Mm. And they all go help the fire. And, like, everyone's rushing about. And, like, the kids are putting out, like, the little spot fires – Yep. The adults are trying to like form the bucket line, which mm. is the most efficient way to stop fires. Yeah. And then there's this drunk guy who who previously appeared in the costume.
0: Well, he's still wearing like this yeah. boogeyman costume and just has the helmet off around his arm. Yeah.
1: No, he takes the helmet off yeah. during this sequence. Yeah. He was had it on, he takes it off. Um and then just starts singing. Yeah. And he's just off his face singing. <laughs> and He's the, the bard. Yeah, and then he comes back later and like you focus on this and there's a fire yeah. still going on in the background. And he's, true, this, yeah. he's just singing for like a couple of minutes at mm. least. I do I think it was like one or two. Th- this is a really pretty movie. Like yeah. the cinematography in this. This is, is, is so super brilliant. well shot, like as well. Like when mm. you're talking about that depth of field, you can clearly see them fight the fire yeah. in the background. Th-
0: yeah, there's they always have like a really wide like a really long depth of field. It's yeah. not shallow, like So you're still seeing like in the scene where Cleo's walking into the village to find yeah. uh What's Femin. It, what's it? F- yeah, Femin. Um You're seeing like foreground, mid ground, like mid and background, and there's action. Go- and there's something going on in all of those planes. Yeah, we've got Cleo walking in the uh, th- walking through the middle. You've got like people crisscrossing through the foreground, and then you've got like a guy getting shot out of a cannon in the background. Yeah, and all of that's well framed to the point where your eyes are still on Cleo. Yeah. And everything's still going in the background, but everything you can works. sort of
1: still see it as yeah, well. Like
0: there's there's good composition where everything's still in focus you still your eyes are still drawn to her though it looks like the world is alive it's not just a bunch of extras being told all right go and cut it looks like there's stuff happening and the place is yeah. alive and things are going on yeah and i
1: love that and yeah. but yeah in this scene with the fire like it's just this guy and then you just see him like walk off take the guy who's who's still holding a drink and yeah. trying to fight the fire he swaps him his mask for the drink and then walks off drinking it yep um, champion. i love that though there's always one,
0: you know. Fire breaks out. Some member of the family is gonna be blitzed by the time it's. Uh, by the time it's,
1: you but, know, something's gonna be done. But there was a lot of like. There's this action happening, and you can, and you're mm. kind of aware oh, of you, it. Yeah,
0: you can see like the fire in the background. You can see a tree going up in smoke. Yeah, and then but also falling like in, in the
1: bit where there's um the the students and like the yeah gorilla, they're sort of. You sort of see it, and then, like, your attention is grabbed to it because everyone's just rushed to this window. Mm. But you're still not seeing it. You're just seeing everyone rush to this window, and it's yeah. in the window, mm. kind and of. Yeah, and you're, well, that's that's a lot of the thing about it. It's got, like, this sort of realistic take on violence, where yeah. it's sudden,
0: unexpected, and you don't get all of it. Yeah. Like, by the time they're aware of what's going on outside... They've already ha- like the crowds already mostly run off and dispersed, and you're seeing like the latter tail of it where you've just got people running through the streets.
1: Yeah, like the first thing you know about any of the violence is the guy coming from rushing down from yeah. upstairs to that, the window. That's
0: exactly it. You see the crowd run past and they're like, Oh, what's all the shrieking about? And then there's a crash at the door, is the guy saying, Please hide me, because they're gonna kill me. Like yeah. and then that's the thing about the violence in this movie. It's like very sudden, like the guy like a bunch of people storm in and say, Where is he? And then they just shoot him and leave. Yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck!" It's just like sudden. It's out of nowhere. It's awful. Yeah, and that's it's accurate. I think. Yeah, definitely. It's I'm, it's this very cold and like awful take on.
1: the Like, world. I know that depending on like a lot of other directors would have focused on the violence, would have like shown you some mm. of it, but not Kiran. Yeah, it's show... just there. It is. Speaking of things that aren't in this film, at least that I noticed, mm. did you hear any di- non-diegetic music?
0: I don't remember any. That's the yeah. difference. I remember plenty of, like, in the moment, but I I can't recall
1: the scene having, like, yeah, some non-diegetic music. Yeah, Maybe ev-
0: the end credit?
1: I don't know. Nah. <laughs> there wasn't any in the end credit. It was just diegetic, like, dog barking, that sort of stuff. Shoot, yeah. The sound was mixed beautifully. Oh, yeah. Um, But I definitely... Every time I was like, wait, is there any non-diegetic music in this? Mm. And I went like went, like, focused to hear it.
0: Yeah. There wasn't any. I definitely can't think of any. I'm thinking of, like, all the really dramatic stuff, and there's just all the scenes, like mu- like the sounds of the scene
1: like the only time i remember music is either coming from the record mm-hmm. coming from a radio yep or yeah that's it yeah or pl- someone playing playing out the front of the theater yeah or someone or someone just straight up playing music yeah that's that's all the music in this and i love yeah. it i love that it, it's de- it's definitely something int- it's definitely interesting i really for, for like a slice of it. life film that which is what this is yeah i love that that is like the peak yeah it's a good approach you don't need the music to carry it you just need life Mm. and that's what's taking place on this screen and i love it so much (laughs) i love it yeah do you think it's going best picture oh look i honestly think so i mean i definitely felt the length of time while watching this but it's shot beautifully it's edited beautifully you know the sound mixing is fantastic. it's very emotive very like, emotive it it made me it made my cold shriveled heart feel
0: something. I want it to win mostly because it's n- not an English speaking film mostly. That's also an interesting th- thing though i'm i from all the ones that have been nominated, I'm pretty sure this is the only one in a foreign language
1: yeah, um which that'd be interesting. yeah, I mean of all the people to do it, I wouldn't be surprised if it were alfonso yeah, well. He, he he he's definitely a best picture win- He's a best picture winner. Is he a best picture winner? Didn't Gravity win? I don't know if it won best picture. All right, it definitely won like best visual effects. Uh, Academy Award for best director, or oh, maybe uh, music score, cinematography. Um, oh, okay, maybe it didn't uh, win no? best picture. The what did win best I, picture?
0: I really didn't. I don't think it would, should. If if it did, I would have been really disappointed, or have been like, well, what happened that year? Because sure, I think it was good, and I think
1: it was a movie you had to see in theatres. But it was not... Oh, Argo. Argo came out that year. Yeah. As as my dad says, a movie's got to win it every year. Yeah. There there are years where... But
0: Gravity's not a Best Picture.
1: There are years where either the favourite, potentially, or... If the favourite was shown in some years, it would definitely win Best Picture, easy. But in this year, it's tough. It's got to compete. yeah it's got to compete there's
0: there's some good movies that have come out this year and there's still some i I need to see that i haven't seen i haven't seen like half the nominees which is really disappointing on my part um yeah but i've seen as much as i can this month
1: yeah you should have
0: seen it it's it's if something else if something else wins i might give a look at it like oh if something else wins i will take a look uh for either best director or best picture yeah um i'll probably watch green book as well if i get the chance Yes, because I think that one looks good, and I've heard some good things from some people I know,
1: so I'll take a look at it. Yeah, um, I don't think there was any any real uh, Academy Awards given to foreign language films other than. Um... Okay, so I found out how the Roma is also nominated for best best foreign, foreign language, language film. Yeah, and the reason for that is that it's got it. It's actually got to be released in Los Angeles County to be viable at the Academy Awards. Oh. Yep. Okay. So that's the difference. Yeah. Hmm. And so foreign films are not to be confused with foreign language films, of course. Yeah. The best picture, blah, 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 blah. Well, I wonder what
0: they consider foreign films, because I I, I don't know what... Because everyone can consider it different ways. I don't know what they consider foreign films at the Academy Awards, because here in Australia, an Australian film has to be like shot in Australia, Australian production company, Australian director most of the cast Australian that kind of stuff. So I don't know what they consider there. Like does it have to be mostly American? Does it have to be all foreign? You know, I don't know what Roma's situation is. Like I I know the I know it's shot in a foreign language, it's shot in Mexico City. Um I don't know what I I know Alfonso Cuarón directed uh, directed and produced it and wrote it. Um and he's I'm 98% sure is Mexican. But Who Alfonso Cuarón? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, like the production company that made it. I don't know any of that stuff, and what and what it's classed as. Oh, uh,
1: okay, okay. I, I found out what makes a um. So foreign language film is a film in a foreign language. It's yep. not in English. Yeah, that's that's the that's... Academy's designation for it. Okay, is
0: there isn't there a foreign film award though, or is there just one for foreign no, th- language? No, this
1: is the foreign foreign language. Oh shoot. Yeah. So I found out that no no foreign language film has ever won. Wow, Award. That would be interesting. There are people that have been nominated for it in the foreign language film, but I don't think any of won.
0: So if Roma wins, it'll be a first.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Because like stuff like Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon was nominated. Yep. Um, Letters from Iwo Jima was nominated, despite that because it's mostly in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, Despite it being made by Clint Eastwood and (laughs) produced in the US. Yeah, there's just a few others. Oh, uh, Cold War, which won, I think, I think it won Best Foreign Film. Yep. Best Foreign Language Film. Yeah. It, it also nominated for, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, I, sorry. I remember the guy because he won the 2015 award. Okay. Um. So, yeah, he cracked it at them for trying to play him off. Oh, really? Yeah, Pavel uh, Pavlovsky is brilliant.
0: You know who should have cracked it last year? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Yeah, he won Best Picture and Director for Shape of Water, and they cut him off mid-speech.
1: yeah. Which is so terrible. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta stick to the academy yeah, guidelines. Yeah, but yeah, you say that,
0: but he barely got it. He got like fifteen seconds to talk when they've like they have a minimum. Yeah, but he got some of the least amount of time to talk in, of like yeah, all the people who are on running, stage because they're running late because they were screening like all their stupid comedy bits. Yeah. Just get in, give me the award. Did they actually go.
1: escort him off stage or did they just start no? They
0: just cut. They just like cut the lights and move on to the next segment. Like while he was talking, that's. Yeah, because they were just like, well, we got other stuff to do. We got to cut to yeah, like I, this dumbass I, comedian. I, I tend not
1: to watch the award shows. I'm just interested in the awards themselves. Yeah, it. I I, I got some beef with the uh, with the Academy Awards.
0: Yeah, like why the things.
1: hell don't do- you show Guillermo del Toro winning a goddamn I know! award? two of them. He won Best Picture and Best Director. That <laughs> he, doesn't often happen. You know, you want to know what
0: the be- one, my, one of my favorite things about Shape of Water was? What? The opening credit sequence, his name pops up like 15 times. I wish I'd counted it. Oh, the really. amount of work he did on that movie was nuts. He I mean, was it, was,
1: it was the same with Alfonso. Yeah, like, he was. He was oh, involved dude, in cinematography. the opening credits to this. Uh, I love writer, watching director, it. Director. Yeah. I think he edited part of it. I I
0: like I I like an opening credit sequence in a movie when they do like the. Like once again, this movie is like a movie from the nineteen seventies. Yeah. It tries very hard to be yeah, presented and that way.
1: I don't think it I try I think it you say tries very hard but it
0: succeeds. Well it does. Yeah. But they there's a lot of work that goes into like making it seem yeah. as if it were made in the seventies and making it feel like it's from the seventies. Yeah. And the opening credit sequence
1: is that. Yeah.
0: And I love just how much like looking at the names, how much Alfonso Cuaron appears in it. See. Where it's like cinematographer, director, producer, writer.
1: I would argue that Guillermo and um Del Toro and uh Chiron fall mm. into like the same category of filmmaker. Yeah. Where they want to do everything. Yep. They're like I have this vision, let me yep. do this. The, this is how it is going to look. The, while they're very different artistic style, yeah.
0: they're very diff- they're very similar creative.
1: Yeah, the 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 names. same sort of creative, the like the do yeah. everything creative rather than the I am very specialized yeah. at this. Well, well Guillermo del Toro is very like fantasy and i'd argue gothic fantasy more yeah. than anything else yeah like well, very, cr- i watched um hellboy 2 the other day and oh it's yeah. so beautiful Hell still I, st- I still love like that mixture of like the um practical and like mm. special and it works so well and along with that i love pa- like his work on pan's lab i haven't, pan's seen, Labyrinth. I haven't seen pan's lab also really good it's it's the one thing i keep thinking i need to watch this mm. and also if you get the chance definitely check out shape of water yeah, I, will. I love shape of water um, and like even with stuff like a um even with pacific rim mm, yeah like it was still kind of, it was it was more gothic sci-fi kind of vibe yeah. um but, but like everything was still that mix of practical like all those suits mm. and stuff were practical yeah like them in these things and i oh, see I the, the you set. see the set shots and yeah. they just end this like hamster ball thing yeah. really awkwardly I,
0: I love those set. i I love those set photos of pacific rim it's just like
1: oh wow they actually made so much of this yeah and the rest is just green screen and you can't tell yeah it's really well done you can't tell what's real and what's green screen which is (laughs) because a lot of the real stuff looks green screen but it's not it's real speaking of real stuff uh did you did you notice at any point
0: during this movie how many friggin planes were in the background yeah i noticed that a bit apparently that wasn't like some creative decision on curan's part were they just filming near an airport uh, kind of, they, that was just something they had like, happen in production where they're like, well, I guess planes are part of a movie now. They were just constantly flying over every five minutes in the places they were shooting. Yeah. I,
1: I noticed some of it. Cause like with the long, like depth of field, yeah, you could, you saw the planes. I was like, oh,
0: there's, there's a lot of shots where you de- where like, I definitely felt like I was noticing the planes, like yeah, early the on, end, towards the end, especially I yeah, noticed it. There, there was early on in the, like in the reflection of a puddle, you yeah. could see them. Um, at the village, when like you know the master is tea posing out there, like so all the people. Of yeah, I, I, that's where I it. first started noticing the planes. Yeah. especially was that bit. I was like, "There's yeah. a plane." It was just me. Yeah, you can see a plane flying over the background, even during the end credits. Yeah. Which I thought was actually, if you're gonna incorporate, like, if you're gonna incorporate yeah. something like that into your production, why not? Yeah, yeah. like
1: especially considering at the end credits, was, end credits is just There's that one long ride overhead scene. Yep. I just I like the way it ended. It 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 felt it just like ended. Yeah. But it's it's a slice of life film. Like, yeah. it, they just kind of have to end. Mm. Like, they don't need to finish on something dramatic. It's just something mundane. It's like, go get the ham and don't flirt with the butcher. And then she <laughs> goes up to clean things. Yeah. And that's it. She's yeah. just going about her life.
0: I do want to talk about um, when the father-husband character, bastard, yeah. whatever his face is, doctor, asshole. Yeah. the thing Did you notice what he takes most of? The bookshelves? The bookshelves which which I thought was a really like a really interesting metaphor because he takes all the bookshelves but leaves the books, yeah, so he takes basically he the thing he st- the thing he takes from the home is like just storage and empty space yeah. and leaves the the important stuff behind, yeah. Basically, he's family. Yeah. So I thought that was a
1: really, I thought that was I like a really that. nice that It's metaphor. like, uh, I got a full-time job at a publishing house, but I thought you were a biochemist. I felt so bad for her in that scene, but she played off with such a smile. Yeah, I mean, like, she at the same time, like, teaching probably didn't pay the bills that she needed it to no, pay. No, it didn't. That that. But the thing is, like, I felt so terrible, but she was doing such a good job of putting on a brave face for her kids. I mean, you you look at, but when you think about it, look how many books remained. Yeah. Like, look how many books remained that weren't his. Yeah. Because she said he's going to take the bookshelves and all the books that he considers his. Yeah. And there were just piles of books on the floor, so they must be hers. Big stacks, yeah. So she must, like, I think, like, you got, I got the feel that she was sad about having to stop teaching, Mm. but she was sort of... As she said to the kids, it's going to be a new adventure. Yeah, it's going to be this new thing, mm. and I like that. Yeah, I thought it
0: was, I thought it was a really nice image at the end. Yeah, it's just like she was playing off really clever, like really bravely, like yeah, we're just it's just going to be another adventure, kids. That's it. Yeah. we're just like just you know keep on going through.
1: I like how well they also supported um, uh, Claire Clear. throughout her pregnancy. I know, right? Because like I was, I was like half expecting them going, yeah, you're pregnant, you're useless. Bye. I was, yeah, I was,
0: I was half expecting them to fire her. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess her life's over and then she's just like and she like she was half expecting it too. Yeah. You could tell some of that stuff. And then like then the grandmother
1: just, goes uh, like ca- uh crib shopping with yeah. her and it's also so tries nice. to get her a discount yeah. as well. She puts in like the, exactly like she is a part
0: of this family. You know, and sure enough there's there's points in there where you definitely get the impression that she's a part of the family but she's also a servant. Yeah. And they know that like when Sophia has an outburst at her. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, yes, she is an employee. Yeah. But then you have those moments where, like, I even noticed when she, um, at the end when she takes him to Tuxpan and they're getting ice cream, She, uh, Sophia and all the kids are sitting down, but Cleo's having the stand yeah. while they've got ice cream. So you still get some of that, even though she's doing this kind gesture, even yeah. though she's made this kind gesture for her. There's still that exception of like, yes, but you're not a member of the family. Yeah,
1: but you're also part of the family. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like they they make mention that she is she to. I think to them it's like one of those weird ones where like she's not part of the immediate family, but she's almost like a cousin or something. Yeah, like they they care for her. It's obvious that they do. Yeah, and especially um, the kids. Yeah, the kids obviously like she's care for an Important for her. Like, part of their upbringing. Like uh, little Sophie cuddles up to Cleo. Yeah, I did like that. Mm. Thought it was cute. It was a really nice movie. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it, but just the pacing of it was very slow. It's slow. But those scenes that,
0: like those really heavy scenes, like the miscarriage, like the fire, um, all that kind of stuff, those have a lot of impact and i think yeah. that's i think that's worth it and even then i would recommend seeing this movie f- even just for the cinematography and how beautiful oh, yeah it, like, like how beautiful beyond it's shot.
1: anything i can do for sure yeah i mean if i could do this i'd be winning academy awards yeah so. exactly like the composition is incredible on all of these images yeah and i remember like last week we sort of disagreed kind of on how we liked the favorite cinematography yeah. like i like we both agreed that it was lacking points but Mm. no this this time it was basically spot on for the vibe yeah everyone
0: i've talked to about this movie so far who has seen it or seen parts of it agrees that like yes it's incredibly pretty
1: yeah i i I definitely feel feel like it was very beautiful Mm. i might i might watch it again yeah um i felt like it's it's one of those ones where like the deliberate pace came part of the reason why i didn't enjoy it quite so much was that I didn't know where it was going and yep. how long it would take to be there. But now that I know, I think I might enjoy it more. Yeah? Yeah. It, does yeah, that make it could, sense? No, I totally get it. Yeah, it might be worth... Like, I mean, I'm I, not
0: going to watch it again like this weekend. But oh, I'm gonna, no. I, like, I
1: feel like I would give it another shot. Yeah, right? like later on. Because like, that way I can like experience the slow, deliberate pace as it is. Yeah. that That's a lot of the thing about me going into this. I had a
0: couple of expectations. Like, I kind of had... I had a bit of an idea of what I was getting into because... I was like, oh, I know like how this is going to look. Like I know Alfonso yeah. Drone's work. I've seen the trailer, but I had no idea where it would go, where the plot would want, yeah. like where the plot would bring it. Even IMDb was very vague. Like I'm like, I was like, oh, I wonder what IMDb's like summary on this movie is. And it was just like, the follows the life experiences of uh, like, you know, servant in Mexico city in 1970. And I was like, Well, that told
1: me nothing. That didn't help. The other thing about this is that in comparison, the favorite is moving at a breakneck speed. Dude, the favorite doesn't slow down. It doesn't pump the brakes at any
0: minute. It goes through like four years in the span of an hour and you're like, oh, fuck, what happened?
1: Where did we go? Yeah, whereas like this film, it's like, it's 1971 now, it's still 1971. Yep, it just, they're creeping. This film takes place over nine months. Yeah, over less than a year. Yeah, I'd say about nine months because the first time, like, in the early film is when she's having sex with Feminine. Yeah. But, Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit over, maybe like 10. Yeah, like, there's certainly, like, a month or so in advance, but then it's up till she has the baby.
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit under a year. Yeah, so So definitely,
1: but it also is a longer film. It's a
0: lot longer film than uh, the favorite was. Yeah, but I did like it.
1: I don't often like the slice of life stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it feels not my genre. Typically, sometimes it feels mundane. Yeah, Um, but I definitely feel because it's for like a it's set somewhere that I wouldn't consider. Yeah, sort of thing. It's set in you know 1970s Mexico. It's a time period that I'm not very familiar with. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, but yeah, I liked it.
0: Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. So I will recommend the hell out of this, and I'll be very interested in interested in seeing uh, what what happens with the Oscars show next week. Yeah,
1: hopefully, hopefully this wins.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd definitely like to see it win uh win a few awards. I'd like to see yeah. it win like at, at minimum like take something home for its cinematography. Oh, I think
1: it should win best cinematography by far. Yeah. Of if all the stuff I've seen, angry. this
0: is number 1 on that regard yeah. at,
1: at minimum. I think it'll
0: definitely win best foreign language film. Oh, I I I mean at the same time I haven't seen the other nominees,
1: so I don't know. Oh, you never know. But
0: Uh, like, you never know. One of them might just like come out nowhere and be like, "Oh, by the way, this is totally the best foreign language film." Not best film, though. Uh, Like,
1: like, where do you draw the line? It's it's weird, like because the best foreign language film is just the best film in a foreign language that wouldn't normally get nominated for best picture. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, I think maybe there's different like people assessing it, and also maybe there's different qualifications because there's a difference between best director and best film. Yeah. Where best film is for the producer and best yeah, director is the director. Yeah. Like there's, anyway. there's a difference. It's about context versus yeah. the substance. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, also look in, look at, uh, keep an eye on our social media to find out what our next episode will be. Uh, yeah, it's
1: a it's, a, it's just going to be a video of me jerking off toilet. Tw- no, no <laughs> cut that. I
0: don't know where that came from. Uh Anyway, keep an eye out for our social media to see what we're doing next week. And we'll be back next up ep- next week with a new episode of Mike's Camera
1: Action. Yeah, cool.